This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. But there is a kind of Lego elephant in the room, isn't there? There is. <laughs> There's the shadow side. <laughs> <laughs> which is what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I, I came across a Facebook group called, I think it's Lego Lost at Sea. Well, the story begins with a boat setting sail from Rotterdam called the Tokyo, and it was going to New York. And 30 miles west of Cornwall, uh, a rogue wave hit the ship and knocked uh, the containers off the ship or some containers off the ship. As a result, 5 million Lego bricks were swept into the sea. And that was in 1997. And some people who were going on holiday in Cornwall at that time started finding pieces of Lego on the shore. And then there's a lady who's written a book about it now who went there about 13 years later and was still finding Lego coming upon the shore. And even today, 25 years on, there are still items of Lego. The interesting thing is that a lot of the items were actually marine related. So there are <laughs> scuba diving apparatus and cutlasses from pirates and flippers and all sorts like that and octopuses. Oh my and goodness. there was even an octopus just like the design on the Tokyo that was found in seaweed on the shores of Texas. Wow. I suppose it's very difficult to prove whether it was from that ship, but it was quite a distinctive octopus that was on that ship so it does make one wonder whether it's it was from that that wreck i read something recently that it takes 1300 years for a brick of lego to decompose yeah. well they <laughs> certainly the items that are being posted on the facebook group they're looking pretty new but sometimes they are a little bit smooth at the edges so you kind of feel well there is some degradation going into the sea, maybe the microplastics or some of the chemicals that are used to make the plastic that uh, are getting into the, into the food chain. And this is slightly different, isn't it, from people purposely dumping into the sea. It's just an, an accident, but it does demonstrate the point, doesn't it, that this stuff lasts a long time. It does. I have uh, also read that Lego is working hard on figuring out how to change what they're um, doing and that some of what they're making not the bricks but some of the other things are now being made with uh, plant-based materials but they're not the the materials aren't strong enough to make the bricks out of so they have changed packaging they've changed you know some of the little added things that go on that are flexible uh, are being able to be made with like wings or other things that they're making are able to be made with other materials, but they have been consistently trying and failing at making a brick that can withstand a parent stepping on it <laughs> <laughs> or that can snap together with all the antique Lego that's out there because apparently the design hasn't changed as far as how everything fits together. I'm glad that they're working on trying to do it. Mm. Um, that's pretty good news, isn't it? It is good news. And what can we do as far as as that goes, as Lego goes? Like one of the questions I had with Lego is... You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. 
We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.